Why is there a forest within a mine? Who is the mysterious, gaunt figure with the devilish grin? And how come we haven't heard from Grook? Kids dope. Find the answers to these questions and many more in this episode of Folks and Fables. So last, the adventuring party was visited, watched. I don't know what the verbiage for that is. You found your way through the puzzle of statuettes and Duncan, you know, tried to get high and instead, you know, attacked his lungs with deadly poisons, which, you know, classic. And we found our way into an open room. Uh, and a strange man clad in black flashing you a smile was sitting in front of you as you guys entered the room and responded with the line, it's been so long since I've been able to talk to anyone. Oh, yeah. Ex- excuse me. Uh, who, who the f*** are you? I am the guardian. Uh, guardian of what? In the heart of the forest. This is the heart of the forest? Yes. I have a quick question. Why is the heart of a forest hidden inside a cave? Just throwing that out there. Well, because it is the heart of this forest. Inside the cave. The forest in the cave. I I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, FYI, your forest inside a cave. Just letting you know on that one. That Perhaps how it's happening. my forest is not inside a cave and your cave simply connects to my forest. Mm, look up. Do you see the sky? The sky is there. Look up. Is the sky there? I think we can solve this one. Uh, he looks up and goes, I see wood. Okay, well, you got me there. Uh, we'll solve that later. I'm pretty sure you're inside a cave. We'll deal with that later. Um, This is the oddest conversation I've probably had in 700 years. Uh, you, you, you and me both. It's the first conversation you've had in 700 years, so by definition, it would be the oddest. Uh, How about... But also Zima Sane. Oh, that's also true. <laughs> uh, he got... So he was originally, like, smiling at you, and now kind of looks at you like, my god, these people are crazy. You're welcome. Um, and he goes, perhaps we should um, start over? I will introduce myself again. I am the guardian of the... Well, the heart of the tree. The heart of the tree. In the heart of the forest. Who might you all be? Um, uh, what's way, uh, tell forest is this? Do you know the name? This is the forest of Verandal. I have a quick question. If you're the heart of the forest, why do you care about where it is in this universe that we make up names for? Forests have names. They're like, this is the forest of spookiness, or this is the forest of 
loneliness, but like it's only that because people decide that. And if you're the heart of the forest, are you about the forest or the people? Which the forest? I exists am in? the guardian of the people who maintained the heart of the forest. Okay. Let us let's put it that way. Okay. There are a lot of titles in that uh, sort of sentence that you created. Uh, there are a lot of proper nouns, but not a lot of, um, how you say, uh, information. Why are you here? Also, what happened here? There's a lot of freaky stuff going on. I don't know what you're talking about. And with regards to the information aspect, I'm here to protect the heart of the forest, but... There's a problem. You are the heart of the forest and you can't protect yourself. The heart of the forest is, um, dying. Oh, I thought you were going to say gone because then I would say you failed your job. If your job is, I mean, if it's dying, you're maybe failing your job. Haven't got an F yet. If, If it was gone, I would say guardian F, fail. Uh, can we help you on that one? I think that's a thing we can help with. Forest, bring back to life. I can't do that, but maybe I can help do that. Maybe. And he kind of flashes a smile, like like a glint of like, oh, like he perks up when you say that. Um, couple, couple, couple questions. Why is it dying? And also, we originally came here looking for some miners. Do you happen to know anything about them? Not that I've seen, I don't know miners. I, there's no mining in this forest. I told you, forest in a cave. Um, once again, I don't know what you speak of. You don't need to understand it for me to say that your forest, fun fact, in a cave. Or perhaps your cave simply connects to a much larger forest that you were unaware of. We had this conversation already. Let's not backtrack to that. So, so we came through a cave following some missing miners. And we haven't found any miners or remains of them. What we have found is a lot of destruction, or at least the remnants of destruction of the people who seem to have lived here. So, so we got a good couple, couple questions um, about why you're the first living sentient being we've come across. Um, living is... Unless those deer are smarter than I think oh, they are. Oh, Joey. Yeah? Kind and benevolent DM Joey. Yes. Um, uh, I, I just remembered that this is a D&D podcast where we play D&D and we do roles. Yes. Um, Powerful. Yeah. Can I do a... Because I have the researcher feat, uh, when you attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore, if you do not know that information, you often know where and from whom you can obtain it. It like in regards to academia, so like libraries okay. and stuff like that. So, For sure. Um, with that, may I do like some sort of history check to uh, to 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 figure out what this might possibly be? Yes, please. Thank you. So I'll let it happen. But here's the thing: you're gonna need to give me either more specifics, or I'm gonna have to like give you a disadvantage on that one. Okay, because he, he listed off like a bunch of proper nouns, like a bunch of titles of different people. 
So he said he was the heart of the forest, and he protected those who protected the heart of the forest. And right? some name of the forest. Yes. The forest yeah, of Varandal. Yeah, there's also some sort of name. Yeah. Uh, the forest of Varandal. Okay. Yes. So can I can I maybe do a focus on the forest of Varandal? Um, yes, and absolutely. And also the titles that he gave. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely, you'd be able to... Uh, so the titles that he gave... You can try. I don't know that you'd be able to get those on a lore check, but the Forest of Arandil, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I did I did do, like, a big thesis on elves and ancient elves. So yes. I don't know. We but... get it. You're a literature student. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a 15. Okay. So with a 15, you kind of realize you don't... You don't know what the Forest of Arandal is. There are a lot of forests that the ancient elves used to inhabit, and the fact is, on this continent in general, even in the jungle area alone, there are specific areas that have been, un, you know, touched by sentient humanoids in, like, let's say, like, 200, 300 years. And, you know, people who come back from there wouldn't know, but you know that in the jungle region, there is a collection of notes on the history of the ancient elves and settlements. And it's not the most accurate, but if you're given access to it, you might be able to figure out if it has been mentioned in the histories of the ancient elves whatsoever. Okay. Alrighty, good to know. So, guardian person... What can we do to help you save the dying forest? Um, I think this will actually kill two birds with one stone. You mean save two birds with one quest? No, I mean legitimately you may have to kill two birds with a single stone. That seems I difficult. Kid. I kid, I kid, I kid. I make jokes. I haven't talked to people in 400 years. I, you are asking about all of the wacky and frankly disturbing events going on in the in the tree and i'm here to answer you with this the reason for the tree's sickness is the same thing that caused the people here to um be indisposed just just say disappear that can solve that with the better word they're gone gone um wow, magic not really though um, you'll see. There are, there are three orbs that were placed in the tree, and these orbs were meant to empower the tree. Unfortunately, the, they've been corrupted. That's and worse unless, than I was expecting. I was ready to hear, and someone took them and scattered them across the world, and now it's your quest to bring them back. That would be a very interesting adventure. That, what, you think this is some um, adventure novel? No. Someone's corrupted them in order to drain the power of the people living here. And unless they're destroyed, which will weaken the tree, the tree will die. Can we not, like, uncorrupt them? Is that not a possibility? That seems like a better solution. So at this point, he kind of looks at you and gives you a glint. And then disappears and reappears right beside you. That and walking goes, was probably just as efficient, but okay. I have been trying to cure these for 200 years. If you don't think that I have a possibility, go ahead. I think you'll have a better chance at destroying them. Well, you haven't moved. Mm. Can I 
Can I make an insight check on that? Yeah, go ahead. Totally. Eat a 16. Okay. So you know that he's definitely exaggerating on how long he's been trying to, like, help the tree. And you definitely kind of realize, like, he's definitely making himself seem a lot more important than he actually is in terms of his role in taking care of the tree. Mm-hmm. Like it's Picking like up an inflated. The, the good example would be like you know if you're working with somebody in a group project and they claim they're doing a whole bunch of work and then in reality they're just kind of making their work seem a lot harder than it actually is in order to like make themselves feel better about it. So yeah, you can tell that he is definitely very overstating his position, but that that's all you can really tell from that. Of course, I know this, so I have to be the Karen and ask to speak to his manager. Uh, uh, quick question. Um, are you the only guardian of this very, very important tree? Um, yes and no. I am the only guardian that you'll be able to talk to that will, um, respond with words. I'm gonna need a little bit more detail on what you mean. You'll see. Don't don't you worry. That'll become fairly obvious soon. The answer is probably I wasn't, but they're corrupted by the big orb. Mm. That sounds plausible to me. You know what you're doing, right? Like, I didn't just hand this off to three people who are going to walk into the next room and just, you know, be eaten, right? Look, we are, we are already level two. We are invincible. What's a level two? You know, it's like better than level one. Oh, and worse than level five. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, exactly. Math. I'm guessing you sent other people out to get it. It's been 500 years. That seems like a big time. And they've also been corrupted. So now there's yeah. other guardians and we're going to have to fight people and not die. Like the other people that you sent out. Um. Also, why can't you go? That's a good question. Can you come help us? So, in a really fit, in a really fun fit of irony, I am incapable of harming the tree. So you can't destroy the orb. I see the dilemma. But you could um, help us defeat the people that I'm making up that are defending the orbs we're going to have to destroy, but we'll do the actual destroying. Here's the problem. I need to live here, and I have no idea Wait, why? that I can... I need an ex- explanation on that Because one. I also, in a fit of irony, am incapable of leaving the tree. See, that's kind of the more important detail than the incapable of harming. And if you can't harm... You should have led with that one. Perhaps instead of uh, lying about your ability to help, just say why you want help. Because it is actually very reasonable. You can just say, I don't want to. I would like to help. There is strict magical contractual obligations that prevent me from actually being able to assist in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. Okay. So where do we need to go? The the orbs are in the tree, right? They're not again. Wait, 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 wait. We got a lot of things to cover here. Who corrupted the orbs? Why did they corrupt the orbs? And we also do need to have a minor question because that like answer to that minor question because that's why we're here. And I feel like we shouldn't stack more things onto our plate if we're not, you know, clearing anything off. We also have a weird ghost lady to deal with. There's a lot of things. Iran, 
look, the miners were just MacGuffins. They do not matter anymore. This is the interesting story. This is the plot. We are going to follow this. Also, the miners don't matter anymore. Also, in case you're wondering, though, I guess that probably cleared it up. Minor question is M-I-N-E-R question, not M-I-N-O-R question. It could be a large question, but it is definitely a minor question. All right. Sorry, which minor? Which which is which? ER or OR? <laughs> ER. We're going with ER. ER. Um sure. Okay. I know what we're talking about. I'm going to answer four of your questions and then you guys are going to help or I am going to continue to slowly watch my home and everything I've cared for for 2000 years rot and wither away. Well, that would be um, sad. So hopefully we don't do that. You know, you are very impatient for someone who has been waiting 500 years for more help. Yeah, I've been wanting to leave here since before all of my colleagues, co-workers, and bosses were horribly murdered. Um, but as we've previously stated, you can't. You are contractually, magically obliged to be here. Or else you would help us, right? And unfortunately, I can't really talk to my um, office managers seeing as they're dead. They're yeah. Skip to the answers, please. Thank you. I don't know what the f*** you're talking about with regards to the miners. I have never seen any miners. I have never interacted with them. However, if they came this way, chances are they're either dead or somewhere in the tree. Once again, I don't interact with a lot of people. They may have slipped by. The other thing about what happened here is... Do you know about the Silvani Civil Wars? Do I? No, absolutely not. What in the f*** are you talking about? That is not a thing. Hold on, I have my timeline, right? Uh, hold on. It's been 500 Let years. Let me ask you We're a question. We're definitely not alive for that long, just in case you're wondering. People don't normally live no, that long. No, 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 no. That's absolutely okay, fine. I would definitely the, know about the, that. The, the Silvani Civil Wars only stopped about, what, 50 Stop years it. ago, 60 years ago? Honestly, you could say yes or no. I can't answer you because I don't know what they are. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Is um is King Rudolwolf uh still sitting on the Sun Throne? What's the Sun Throne? Here's the deal. Absolutely not. He says these things like they're absolutely historical fact, and you're like Sun Throne and King Rudolwolf, these are not things that exist. Wait, are we on a... Whoa, wait, wait. I have an important question. I have an important question. What's something that I would definitely know about that's, like, true about the world? What do you mean, something you would definitely what's know about What's something that I would definitely world? know about that's true about the world? I'm not... I'm asking you, Joey, as me. Oh. As you... What's something Australia would definitely know? Something Australia would definitely know. I mean, you Something definitely that have is fundamentally true. You live on a continent that is ruled by a single oligarchical power known as. More important oh question: God, What's the name of the continent? That's something I want to know. The continent you are currently on is the continent of Ludus. Okay, so, Mister Protector Person, just to confirm that we are no long- we are in the same place. You are from the continent that is called Ludus, correct? Um, yes. You said that with I mean, apprehension. So, <laughs> I would like to make an insight check. So here's the thing. Hesitation. Go ahead. You can make an insight check on that hesitation. A dirty 20. So here's the thing. You 
think you think that he thinks he's on the continent of Ludus. He's never heard it called that name before, but like he's never he's more confused by the name than, than the continent. Yeah. Like you he understands that's the, definitely not confusing. <laughs> right, um does this does this individual does he look like an elf? Yes. Okay, and does he have a face? Yes. Okay. One would presume. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because the other elves that we met were just memories with no faces. Oh no, this Sash is not an This is not an incorporeal yeah. being. This is a This is a live actual dude. I mean live is relative, but yes. This is a real boy. Yes. Okay, cool. Um what kind of elf is he? Would I know? So here's the thing. You'd be able to know if you could actually tell. But his skin is really gray. And he's got blue eyes with, like, no pupils on them. Conversation and- it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, excuse me, uh, Gaudian. Uh, you are an elf, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, what kind of elf are you, if you do not mind me asking? That seems a little um, rude, but okay. I don't. I don't know. Um, I am allied with the great King Rudolph. We don't we know who that is. Against, That's another. Th- we, that, we fought against the the the, the, the rebel Sylvans. Um, see, that's another word. If you if you keep using, you know, how we well, keep using well, words. The, 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 the rebel Sylvans is. Joey, is that something that I would know? Please, for the love of God. So you know that Sylvans refer to all elves. Powerful me okay um this uh the group of uh rebel sylvans uh what kind of elves was they exactly do you know uh, all kinds sun moon star land sea they came oh. from everywhere oh. oh i know about star elves for sure so here's the thing yeah absolutely you do know about star elves he said all elves okay though. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fact that he mentioned star elves that dates it at least. That ex- exactly. Now we know how far back this goes. Minimum. This goes back pre-conciliation. Well, you do. I am confused. Yeah, me too. All right. So so we'll just say that I explained that revelation in character. Excuse me. What you said? I know what a star elf is. Like that's common knowledge. Though I guess I don't know a lot of common knowledge because I did live in a forest for a while. But um, right. could you explain um, it to me? Thank you. Yes. So the star elves are a very ancient voice, uh, or rather, a group of uh, elves, and uh, they were completely decimated uh, by the um, the conciliation, uh, the colonial efforts of the the uh, human empire, and so they were completely destroyed, and they were actually in the uh, the jungle region, uh, if I remember correctly. They are very, very ancient, and there are certain elves that have star elf mutation along with them, but uh, the star elves themselves are uh, ancient. And, and the other forms, I I don't even know of that from my research, and th- this is a specialization of mine. Uh, so um, this, this, this shows... How ancient we talking? Uh, we are looking uh, two two centuries ago. Um. So, as you just learned from our friend teaching us our history lesson, it's been at least two hundred years since those people existed. So, Mister Guardian Man, you can assume we know nothing. Um. 
Anyways, so I guess we're probably on the same plane, though. That's what I was trying to get at. So what Wait, do we need to do now? When would you now? have left this plane of reality? Well, we went into what? a mine and ended up in a forest. So, again, that is interesting. It is a, a reasonable conclusion, sort of. Um, it's always a possibility. Interesting. Okay. And actually, he turns to you and goes, Tell you what. Do me a favor. Once you've um collected the first orb, I'll come answer more questions. Ooh, that's a that's a deal you got there. Uh, important question. Next important question. We haven't got any explanation of where these orbs are. They're in the tree. Not hard to find. Don't you worry. If they're not hard to find, we haven't found them yet. On that point, ta-ta. No, what? And he disappears. That what a not dick helpful. move. Well. They're not hard to find. I'm not going to tell you where they are, though. I'm starting to think this person does not want us to save the tree. Hey, can you guys roll a perception check for me, please? Heck yeah, we can. All of us? Yes. I rolled a Let's 12. Do this shit. I rolled a 14. 13. We're all really good. High quality. So... We're very consistent, right? Unfortunately... You guys hear some rustling and don't really know where it's coming from. Considering this lunatic of a man came up to you, told you a bunch of things you've never heard before, and then disappeared. And then... To be fair, we were kind of annoying. Yes. So, after the Guardian disappears, you hear rustling coming out of the vegetation around you. And five skeletons clad in what look like ancient rusted armor holding spears with you know dulled stone tips appear and begin marching towards you in um a shambling column almost and start groaning intruder over and over and over again i am extra starting to think this man does not want us helping him oh definitely and i and i Give my spear a cool twirl and put it at the ready. Okie doke. Yes, I rolled a 15. On initiative. Yo, 18 for initiative. Powerful. We are very consistent. Yeah, we are. Today. Yeah. Yeah, we these are, like, these are some phenomenal rolls. Well, it's more that we're always within like a couple points of each other. Yeah. And very close. If one of us succeeds, we all succeed. If one of us fails, we all fail. <laughs> so, the first Skelly Boy. Uh, shambles out and takes out his spear and kind of tries to stab at Astrea. Um, oh, um, yeah, I'm dead. Wow, that's a really unfortunate. Oh, quit, so quit, quit. He, you're not really looking. Yep, yep. And powerful. I'm dead. End up getting kind of gutted right in between the ribs. Powerful. Um, How many damage? And it's more than twelve. I die. Just FYI. <sighs> just yeah <laughs> that's good to know um wait do you only have six hit points no, what? i have 12 hit points okay so it kind of looks at you and it goes to stab you and it actually um takes its spear and it actually deals about four points of damage to you right in between the ribs as you kind of get caught a little off guard Yo, there's skeletons, just FYI. I know people probably see that, but I didn't, and it hurt. Uh, the next skelly boy 
Does a eight hit you, Piron? Hit me? Yeah. No, not at all. Because he's going to move up. The next skeleton moves up and tries to take a swing at you with his spear, and you kind of, seeing Estrella, are not caught off guard and manage to actually just kind of knock the spear out of the way. Um, And now, Estrella, it is your turn. Okay. Well, who's ready for my super useful turn? Am I engaged, or did that one stab me? Because I will change what I do. You are engaged. Yeah, you got stabbed. That counts as... Okay, so, as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Shillelagh. I didn't mean to click that. But I'm not going to attack, because as my full action, I'm going to use Wild Shape. But I'm going to Wild Shape not into an animal, because I don't do that. I'm going to use my Starry Form to now wild shape into archer form. So archer form is a constellation of archer appears you. And I'll explain what it does when I actually do it. But basically, again, as we saw, or as, as I explained last time, my like uh, my tattoo and my actual vine kind of glow, but this time in the form of an archer rather than in the form of a cup. And my little flower opens and I start glowing like a constellation of Sagittarius. Uh, on my body, because that's an archer. Um, oh, and that, okay. that, that's it. I can't do anything else. Okay. All right. Uh, so wait, you can't do anything this turn? You just, you have a cool star. Well, I archer use my bonus your... action to cast Shillelagh. And I use okay. my action to wild shape, because it's an action to wild shape, unless you're Circle of the Got Man. It. Okay. I'm not. Next skelly boy kind of goes up in shambling form and tries to take a swing at the wonderful bard JJ. And he takes a swing at you, does a nine hit. <laughs> no. All right. So he takes a swing at you with his spear and just kind of, you know, goes high, but you duck out of the way, kind of starting to like notice how this the attack patterns are working. And it misses horribly. Um, well, I'm glad turn. that my hurt helped everyone else figure out that there were skeletons and that they had spears. Uh, so yeah, what would we do without you? Oh, we're figuring it out. All right, Piranhas, you're up. Um, I'm going to take my spear and I'm going to smack the skeleton in front of me. All right. Wacha. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Unfortunately, you take your spear in front of you and you go to, you know, or your staff in front of you, you go to whack it, and then you hit it directly in the forehead. But unfortunately, it's bone, and you didn't really whack hard enough, so it kind of just bounces off, and you go, oh, well, time to change up my strategy, I guess. Um, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to make uh, my martial arts unarmed strike. Okay. Hoo-yah, a 23. So this time around, you you know, you know, take your staff, you go backwards, it bounces off, you realize what's happening, and you actually do a roundhouse kick and manage to kick it in the face, knocking off its bottom jaw as it kind of looks at you, as the jaw is hanging, um, and it just kind of growls at you in, in frustration. And it takes five points of bludgeoning damage. And I end my turn in attack mode. Uh, the last skelly boy kind of pulls out a bow and arrow, and seeing that, um, you know, Piron is definitely the most, you know, dangerous person out of the group so far, it moves up uh, a, f- a few spaces and takes its bow and shoots at Piron. Uh, does a 15 hit? 
No. Okay, so it takes its bow and it shoots at you. And like Matrix style, you basically don't see it coming last minute as you like, you know, you see it coming and you manage to like like lean your body back just to kind of like the arrow flies over your head. Mm-hmm. That's right. Baby. Can't touch this. Dan, no, no, no. That's, uh, that's my turn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we knew that. Well, no, now it's JJ's off. turn. JJ, I believe. Um, the king, JJ. Oh, right. Uh, so, uh, Joey, can you please uh, make a, um, a, a wisdom saving throw for me, yes, please, thank you? For which ones? Uh, the, the, this, this, this boy closest Wait, to it's an important thing. Okey-doke. Can, can, can they, if you're using uh, vicious mockery, DC? there's like a requirement of them being able to understand language, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, well, guess what? Skeletons understand the languages that they knew in their lifetime they just can't speak oh okay interesting they just need to be able to hear they no they wait, wait it's important they language. just need to hear if they can physically yeah, they just hear, need to be able to hear they don't they need to can. understand you they just need to hear oh oh that's fine then yeah they can absolutely hear languages yeah all right and he's going to take a whopping three points of damage Ah, what do you say? How do you insult this poor skelly boy? Um, I don't know. I'm not an actual bird. Uh, I am going to say, um, I cannot believe you lost to a tree. We are going to web the floor with you. It also has disadvantage on its next attack. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, because I'm assuming it failed. It wouldn't take yeah, damage. Uh, it didn't, didn't fail. Well, what's the DC? Thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Oh no! It actually didn't. Oh, so then nothing happens. Yeah. It doesn't take three oh, damage. That was wasted. Um. All right. With the uh. Okay. Well, I guess with my bonus action, um, I am going to uh look at Astrea, and I'm going to say. Are you going to join in in the fight anytime soon, or are you just going to continue to get stabbed? I suggest you web the flow with them. Eh, and, uh, hey, that's unfair. I got stabbed first, and then I got shiny. I was preparing. Well, then show me otherwise, and that's in spray. All right, and the last skelly boy kind of shambles up over here, and it kind of also goes, ah, Piron is clearly the most, you know, devastating person on the floor right now. <sighs> And is going to take a swipe at you with its spear. Um, does a 22 hit? No. <laughs> no? I'm kidding. Of course oh my God. a 22 hit. That's why I... W- Listen, uh, you're a monk. I have to check. My AC is a 16. Okay. So you're, like, dodging all over the place and kind of just finally getting overwhelmed. This thing finally manages to, like, you know, take a swipe at you as it kind of, like, grazes across your back as you just kind of manage to lean forward, getting out of the way of the majority of the damage, but still taking uh, about five piercing damage from it. Ah! I could use some help over here. I say with three skeletons now surrounding me, two of them stabbing me with spears, one of them shooting arrows. Uh, The skeleton on Estrella looks at her and goes, Intruder. And then immediately goes to stab you again. And, and does an 18 hit. Yes, Joey, I told you a 14. Okay. Well, it goes to take its spear at you, and it manage, It takes a swipe at you. You're a little bit more prepared this time, Ooh. so you manage to kind of, like, 
shrug it off, taking the spear kind of like grazing up your shoulder. Yeah. So you take about three piercing damage. That's only one less um, than last time. That's not that. <laughs> it's, a, it's not great. Not doing so hot here. <laughs> and it like kind of shambles off. Uh, the next skelly boy, it goes to peer on again, kind of pissy that, you know, you knocked its jaw off and it tries to hit you again. Oh my God. It decides that it's tired of your shenanigans and gets you right in between, you know, the chest, right in the middle of it. And you take six points of piercing damage. I cough up a little blood. <laughs> I coughed up a little blood a I while ago. I cough up a lot of blood. <laughs> why, uh, Estrella, you're now up. Okay. A healthy dose of blood exits so, the body. So, though I did cast Shillelagh last time, uh, I'm not going to use it because things I say, uh-oh, things don't seem to be going very well. Uh, so uh, I'm going to use Guiding Bolt as my action against the one okay. that just hit Piron. And so Guiding okay. Bolt is a ranged spell attack. Perfect. So, nine, I'm assuming, doesn't hit. You can use your inspiration. Oh, yeah, I can. One, D6. I'm going to use my inspiration. Get a six. Oh, okay, 15. So, you start to cast your bolt, and you kind of, you know, almost like a field goal kicker. It it looks like it's about to go off, and then you kind of, like, remember the inspirational words that JJ said, saying, you know, actually get involved in this fight, you loser. Don't be a loser anymore. And you manage to just kind of curve the bolt, hitting this skelly boy right in the chest with it. How much damage do you do? Uh, 20. Oh. Radiant damage, in case that matters. You obliterate this thing like it explodes like you it like not only does it explode like you expect like this thing's gonna explode right the bones are gonna go flying everywhere no it just is a pile of ash yep yep gone just for your reference you did 40 radiant yeah yeah, i know i'm good at this and then my next as a bonus action i say and jj that's not all i got and i'm so my bonus action in archer form is that i can make a ranged attack that does 1d8 some damage so it uses my wisdom modifier and it does 1d8 plus my wisdom so it's 1d8 plus 5 so I will roll that because it's a range spell attack so slash roll 1d8 plus 5 that's not it's 1d20 plus 5 sorry it doesn't do plus 5 damage yeah a 14 does that hit a 14 does in fact hit which one are you hitting the one that's on me Okay. So I turn back around and I make a art like a bow thing with my hands and an uh, arrow okay. appears and I let go and it's like very point blank. And so that does 1d8 radiant damage. So slash roll 1d8 rate slash one and does two radiant damage. So maybe four. Okay. So you look at the one in front of you and just kind of it's it's point blank range. So you're expecting this thing to be a little bit more, you know, aggressive um, and you manage to hit it and it kind of you know, sears off some of, like, you know, the rotting flesh and stuff, and it looks back in, like, half of the face oh, is wait, now sorry, just gone. Oh, wait, sorry, I lied. Uh, it's 1d8 plus, plus 5, or plus 3 radiant damage, so it's it's 5 radiant damage, so... Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's 10 damage sorry, total. Sorry, 1d8, 10 damage total? Because it takes double, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's 2 plus 3, and then times 2. So 10 damage. Okay, so yeah, so you actually managed to, like, shear off half of its face, and you expect that, like, not at point blank range, you would have cleared its head, but it just kind of like looks at you almost about to like collapse, just kind of like stumbling towards you. I say, 
this time, I think I did something, JJ, and I wink. Uh, the next Skelly boy gets kind of super angry and goes over here to who's gonna hit attack me? Astraea. Yeah, whoa! I'm so dead. Just FYI, uh, so ready to die. Does a six hit? <laughs> Thank God it doesn't. Um, so it points. goes to attack you with its spear. You in this state of frenzy, kind of just out of instinct, manage to dodge out of the way as this thing like. You know, goes to wreck your but then, you know, you manage to do, like, an awesome, like, oh, you, like, dodge as you push the spear out of the way kind of thing. Piron, you're up. Oh, boy. Um, so which one is the one that's hurt? Is it the one standing between Estrella and I? The one stand no. The one standing between Estrella and you is totally healthy. The one away from Estrella is super hurt. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn to the other one standing next to me then, and I'm going to do another twirl of my spear and try and smack it. Okay. Does an 18 hit. Absolutely. So I do 10 piercing damage. All right. So you... Oh. So you go to take your spear, kind of understanding how these guys work now, and rather than, you know, going directly into the eye socket like you tried to do last time, you manage to kind of, like, get it off si- off the side of the head, kind of knocking out some teeth and, like, you know, rattling its head a little bit as it, like, stumbles, almost collapses, and just kind of holds itself back up barely. All right, and then uh, as a bonus action, uh, Puron does a nice, another little... Uh, a twirl, and he kind of takes a low, crouching stance with one hand out and the the spear under his arm. Uh, and I'm going to use uh, patient defense to take the dodge action as a bonus action. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, the next up is the archer skelly boy, who will then go to. No, the archer skelly boy goes to hit Piron. Because he's the only guy in the line of sight right now, and all he saw was his buddy explode, and now assumes it's Piron who did that. Um, you have disadvantage on this. Yeah. Uh, does a nine hit? It does not. Ah, okay. So it takes its bow and it kind of shoots at you, but it's still a little, you know, frazzled from the explosion, and so it just kind of it, it takes a shot at you, and you're not expecting it, but it just kind of whizzes past your face. You're you're like, oh Jesus, he's still there. Kind of forgot about him. Um, and JJ, you're now up. All right. Um, I am going to. You know what? I'm I'm gonna cast vicious mockery again. Oh my god! Okay. Um, on the same the same one, the one that's closest to me. Uh, so okay. please make a, a a wisdom saving throw that is lower than a thirteen. Okay, he fails this wisdom saving throw. Cool. He takes two psychic damage uh, as I say. Uh, my friends are stronger than yours. My friends are stronger than yours. Oh, okay. Well, next up is the last kind of skelly boy who, um, you know, took that massive punch in the face from Piron. As it kind of looks to get a little bit a stab, actually. Uh, yes, a punch with a, a, a spe- with a staff, or spear no punch. Yeah, spear punch. Um, and it takes its short sword and or not sword sword. Sorry, spear. It kind of goes to stab at you again in one last ditch effort to, like, you know, end you before you end it. Uh, does a 15 hit? 
No. So fifteen does not. It in like a last desperate attempt goes to like hit you as you manage to like just kind of skillfully dodge as it like you know does the thing where it like cuts off a piece of your hair as it like goes back and you're like oh wow that was way too close for comfort. Um, the next skelly boy is the one on Astraea who decides that it wants to actually, it's really, really almost dead. So it's going to take a couple of steps back. Do I get an attack of opportunity? Because it's running away? Sweet. Luckily, I cast Shillelagh, so I have that mentally ready. And by mentally ready, I'm literally holding it. Um, Powerful. There's a crit hit. No, crit actually misses horribly. I actually have it as aces are low, not high. Okay. So that doesn't double it. So you do four plus three times two. So whatever that is. Okay. Um, explain to me how you murder this thing. It, it's probably running away and I just I just knock his head off. I say, you're not getting away from me so quickly. And I just go, batter up, even though I don't know what that means. And I hit his head off. <laughs> and just like that, you've invented the game of baseball. All right. Uh, next. Skull ball. Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, it. Next up, Estrella is now actually your turn as well. Oh, um, so that one's dead. So I say, well, I guess. So I turn to the one on Piron and I say, or on Piron, I say, it's your turn. And I, I, I'm going to use Shillelagh again. I'm just going to hit with my Did you just make a Ness? No, I just said it's your turn and I'm hitting it with the stick. Okay. It's your turn to die. I guess again. So you go, and you're, like, feeling super confident, right? So you go, and you also want to, like, knock this thing's head off as it kind of turns around on you as you're hitting it. And instead of knocking its head off, you just kind of knock its bottom jaw off that was already kind of hanging loose by a thread. And it kind of looks at you and is, like, really pissed off now. I say, well, I guess, luckily, I got two tries as my bonus action. I say... Is arrow time, and I calendar that magical arrow again. So roll okay. 1d20 plus 5. I, I miss again. I got, so I got an you 8. Take this, you take this magic arrow, and you're like, ah, I'm feeling super confident. Don't you worry. I've also got my magic arrow up my sleeve. And you take it, and you're point-blank range once again, yeah. and don't really think pretty about it. It's pretty hard to and, hit people with an arrow at point-blank range. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to hit somebody at point-blank range with an arrow. So you take your arrow and miss wildly right next to its head. I say, well, there's always next time. Uh, all right, next up is the skelly boy in between Piron, uh, Estrella and JJ. It's going to look at you, JJ, wanting nothing to do with this lunatic that's firing arrows and knocking off its friends' heads. And it's going to try and, you know, like, awkwardly try and hit you. Uh, does a 15 hit? Is that with disadvantage? That is with disadvantage. The 21 <laughs> was the higher yes. goal. Wow, okay, well, yeah, no, I'll take the 15 over that. Uh, yeah, it still hits. Okay, so it kind of awkwardly takes its spear at you, and you guys are like kind of standing in bewilderment because, you know, a skeleton's, you know, a skeleton, and you're like, wow, I've never seen Estrella be this badass in a while. Um, I'm offended. And- I'm always badass. <laughs> Um, this violently badass in a while. That's fair. Um, and it kind of looks at you and then immediately just kind of whacks you in the face with its spear. Uh, and you take five piercing damage as it kind of cuts you across your cheek. Owie. Owie kabowie. Oh, wow. No, I didn't heal from last time. Wow, that, that really sucks. Yo, we're doing hot. 
Okay, yeah, no, we are gonna. Are take we a, all bleeding? A nice lap after this. Are we all bleeding? I'm dying. Okay, don't worry. Oh, I'm. I ain't doing hot. Sorry, whose turn is it? It is now Piron's turn. Piron, you better better hit that one. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to stab the dude right the the skelly boy right next to me. I'm gonna okay. give him the good old the twirl and and whack and a twenty one. Well, that definitely hits. And four damage. They shank him in the bone. Um, how do you murder it? Can I? I would like my flourish now, please. Go ahead. I would like to go for the stab. The skeleton tries to kind of dodge out of the way, um, thinking I'm kind of like going for the center mass, but I actually go through the 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 spine. Ooh. And I sever that, and he crumbles. Ooh. And I'm like, take that. Skelly. Um, and then I'm going to run up to the archer and I'm going to give him a flying knee. Okay. With yep. a 21. That'll do her. Bonus action, unarmed strike, and five bludgeoning damage as I just kind of sprint over. And you and, so, and, and, so you and just kind of them in the face. You just kind of sprint over and knee it in the face as you got you you hit it right in the jaw and it makes its head do like a 360 as it like spins around on its neck. Um... And it looks at you and goes, oh, intruder. And once again, uh, tries to take, well, it's got its bow in its hand, so it tries to take an arrow and kind of, you know, stick you with it because it dropped its bow, considering you just, you know, hit it in the face. It's not going to shoot at you with a bow at point blank range. Um, and it is going to do, does a 16 hit? Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, it turns around on you, and it takes its arrow and kind of sticks it right in between your ribs. Um, as you take four points of piercing damage, we hang it on by a thread. <laughs> one, one single thread. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but we're still standing. Okay. All right, JJ, you're up next. All right, uh, I can use a little help over here. Well, I is I cough up blood and bleed profusely. So here's the unfortunate spells. thing that I'm, I'm sure Pierron would know by now. Um, Jay doesn't have any healing spells. Are you kidding? Um, I'm going to hit them with a, with a dissonant whispers okay. uh, using my, my good old hurdy-gurdy. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that at level one. So if you could make me a wisdom saving throw, and uh, if you could please fail that, that'd be lovely. Yeah, DC 13, fail it, please. Sorry, it who fails. are you targeting? The one on me or the, the other the, one? The, 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 one, the one in front of me. Yeah, if it dies, oh, don't worry. It you fails. Can, right. the it fails, this, so it takes 12 nah, damage. It takes 12 psychic damage. All right. And it has to move away if Describe it doesn't it. die. Just FYI. Oh, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't die, then it has to start running away from me, which means it'll probably take a attack. Describe oh, it. it's dead. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to play a very, like, dissonant, uh, hallowed tune for my hurdy-gurdy, um, and it's just gonna freak the fuck out, and I, I think it's gonna start, it's, it's head starts ringing, uh, and it bring, it drops its weapons, uh, to hold its head, but, uh, the head starts to crack and cave in on itself, um, and, then it's and I say, wow, well, I thought you were supposed to be good at playing music. Normally music doesn't kill people. But in this case, I guess it's convenient and you're bad. <laughs> Jesus, that was so dark. 
It's um, is it my turn? Believe it. Yeah, it is a stray. Astra- it is your turn. Now. Okay, I say, don't worry, I got you. And I, I'm first. I'm gonna cast. Uh, first, okay. So first, I take up my like little my arrow thing, and I say, and yep. I try to shoot the one near near Piron. Okay, let's see it. Seventeen. That'll do her. That's that's Describe twenty it. radiant damage. Uh, so I I pull it out and I say, don't worry, I got you. And I go. And I think I pull back this magic arrow further than normal, and it just release, and it goes into the center, and then it just sticks in there, and then it just crumbles around it. Oh my god, the power of um, not shooting at point-blank range. That's pretty good. And then I say, uh, are you dying, Piron? Do you need help? Uh, Piron kind of collapses to the grass as soon as it's dead and goes, oh, don't mind me. I'm just going to lay here and water the plants okay. with this as my, important-looking as, red as my bon- <laughs> As my bonus action, uh, I'm going to cast Healing Word. Perhaps. Um, okay, I was going to say we should maybe take a nap. Well, um, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just heal him quickly. There's seven, damage, or seven healing points. Okay, that's really good. I, but also... Um, we we all need some healing. We need to take a nap. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, I could still use. I could. You're still not use dying it. now, though, right? Hold on. Yeah, like wounds have closed up now, but like there's still some blood. So on the wrong side of Piron's body. As the last skeleton drops and you heal up Piron a little bit, the um the guardian shows back up and he goes. I thought you said you well, couldn't leave this tree. Not that you could be completely useless. Well, I had to see that you were actually going to be able to make it past the gauntlet before, you know, the... I set you on your path. The gauntlet? Oh, this was the gauntlet, right? There's no more. Pardon, this was a test? Yeah. You said what? I can go f*** myself. I, and I say, that hurt. And I cough and a little blood comes up and I say, I don't think we're all doing hot. Piron's watered the yeah, plants I'm, with uh... a different liquid. I'm uh, less inclined to provide aid uh, uh, after uh, two things. After this, if you thought this was difficult, the uh, trials of the gauntlet are not exactly the most pleasant. Oh, I thought this was the gauntlet. There's mm. more. Oh, oh no! This Looks is like you tried to hire the wrong people. Yeah. Then we'll just be on our way. He goes, no, no, you passed. Don't be salty. And he actually, so you know that water skin you he filled up? With uh, the magic the, water? Yeah. Yeah, the magic, the water. magic water. He grabs that off of your waist. And he hey. sniffs it. And he goes, give this a drink. I'll see you on the other side. But, 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 don't leave again. And he's gone. And he disappears. All right. So the man who just set skeletons on us told me to drink the creepy water. Nope, don't do it. We... Over under on doing it thirty percent. Uh, Pion, perhaps my insight check his water offer. Yeah, go ahead. See if it's 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 legit. Okay, yeah, go ahead. May I do a help because I'm proficient in insight? Absolutely. Awesome. Roll with advantage. Oh, twelve. A twelve. So with a twelve, you kind of realize like he's definitely withholding stuff, but in this specific scenario, it seems like he's being fairly genuine. Right, I cautiously give it a sip. Uh, all right, awesome. I love that. Sorry. Uh, can you please uh roll a one d eight for me? Four. Okay. So that and what's your constitution modifier? 
A plus one. Okay, so you heal for eight points. Oh, that's I'm I'm back to full. I'm all healed up. Also, on top of that, you feel really spry. Yo, give me some of that water. Water. Just for your reference, your water skin only has about five uses in it. Well, I I poured out a a bunch on our previous trials. Exactly. It's definitely not. Yeah, definitely. The way that I'd say this is this: you could give everybody here a dose of that water, but you'd have none left. Why don't we just nap? Let's just nap. Nap time. I fall asleep on the ground. Not actually, but I say I lie down and I yell up into the sky. Say nap time. That's a good idea. Um, would it be possible for me to go back through the tree to the water fountain? Um, could you? During this nap time? I have an hour, right? You know what? Can we full nap? So you know what's really interesting? Yeah, you I, go, I we were going to do a long rest. Big boy. You go to go right, eight hours easier. Here's the deal. Oh, you're going to go for a long well, rest? We only have four. Well, Estrella has eight. Yeah, I definitely so have eight. we got four hours to kill. Two girl has eight. Um, okay. <laughs> if you guys want a long rest here, that's fine. Yeah, what's it called? I say, it's rest time, and I go and grab some sticks, and I say, it's bonfire time. I build a little bonfire. How long have we uh, have we been here for anyways? Like, has it been a few hours? I would say point? it's probably been about two hours, yeah. Alright. <laughs> this has all been about two hours. Uh, yeah, I built a little bonfire. And, and we left pretty late in the evening when we started all of this. Yeah, yeah so, so it's it's nighttime. Well, you left so in the morning. Want you didn't to get to the camp until the evening. Look at that. I can make fire for free. Incredible. Nice. I love this spell so much. Alright. So we'll end on this. You three, after having finished your first pre-test, it's like your pre-SATs, Set up your bonfire and begin to, you know, take watch and sleep for the night. And as you guys fall asleep, you kind of feel like there's eyes watching you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Folks and Fables. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend. We also have a coffee link which is ko-fi.com slash folksandfables. You can follow us on Twitter at folks underscore fables, and Instagram, at folks and fables, all one word. A special thanks to Talia Faulkner for our beautiful logo, to Quinn, who does all our editing and web services, and to Joey, who has selflessly signed up to deal with all our shenanigans. And of course, thank you, dear listener, as this would not be possible without your support.